Have you ever thought about that while you're away, your home could be an Airbnb? I did. I actually bought two homes in Albuquerque that I Airbnb'd, and it was just an amazing investment, honestly, because, you know, as you are accruing value in your property, you are also making money on the Airbnbs. It's amazing. So your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 21 Seeds Infused Tequila is a must-have. It's an award-winning tequila. It's infused with real juice, with real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. It's real. So you need like two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. Hey, um, you know how I'm always trying to keep my house parties exciting? New cocktails? <laughs> do you? Yeah. Okay, well, here's something that's going to flip the script. Okay. All right. 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Yeah. yeah. Tell me more about this, right. Oliver Hudson. Yeah, 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila that's infused with juice from real fruits. You only need two to three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. Wait a minute. I think I know what brand you're talking about. You know why? Yeah. Because 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend. It's female founded. That's right. See? Sounds See like how I know? Something I can get behind. I know. Well, there's a good story behind that for sure. Listen, if you love tequila... You have to try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds Diageo, New York, New York. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hi, I'm Kate Hudson. And my name is Oliver Hudson. We wanted to do something that highlighted our relationship. And what it's like to be siblings. We are a sibling rivalry. No, no. Sibling rivalry. Don't do that with your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Sibling rivalry. That's good. You know, I was thinking about um, last night. Danny said I entered another dimension last night and I feel like he's right. And then I put these sunglasses on this morning and it like confirmed it. (laughs) Did you like eat marijuana or something? No, I don't need, I don't need anything to enter different dimensions. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not like you, man. I I enter the dimension like on a regular basis. (laughs) I need. I am the matrix. Your hair looks great. <laughs> Growing out. I feel like you should, this whole look with the chain and the rope. Yeah, but I looked, I looked really sexy last night, though. Gwyneth is in love with me. <laughs> <laughs> you were so happy when I saw that. I was like, oh, my God. She knows. She just plays you. She's like playing. No, She's like, I felt it was real. There was something behind <laughs> the words that were like, I felt it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's all been fun and games up to this point. And yeah. then then it, it, something got real. Yeah. I just, it was I got to talk to, I got to talk to Brad. I got to figure this out. 
<laughs> you should probably talk to your wife. Although your wife is so great. She'd probably be like, I love you. This we can Oh yeah. No, Aaron's cool with it. She loves Gwyneth just as much as I do. So it could, this thing could really work if I could just get Brad on board. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I read some article somewhere and was talking about this with Michael Fuge, uh, my man's brother, about poly- the polyamorous relationship is really in, you know. Yeah, it seems to be hot right now. Yeah, it's kind of the hot thing. What's your take on that, though? Why do you think it's trending, so to speak? What do you think is happening in the universe to where, oh, polyamory is kind of in? Because people are not as comfortable with intimacy. And I think it's, I think people are having a harder time. This is coming right out of my hiney, okay? I'm just, I'm, I'm vibing. <laughs> With with a with a theory on this, which is that be, based on this new di- digital era, that we're we are probably not connecting as deeply or as comfortable with deep intimacy, especially with the younger generation, as we have or have had to in the past. And this idea of the unit having to be one unit has been so kind of blown apart. Mm-hmm. that the the sacrifices that you make to stay in one relationship don't feel as important, I think, to a lot of people. And then it's sort of like, as the evolution of things go, some people probably don't really want to have that kind of intimacy. They like newness. They want the newness of relationships. They don't want to find mm-hmm. themselves having to be faced with like their own intimacy issues. They, they want to explore. So, but, do you think that, but do you think then that it's uh, having multiple partners, you can sort of parcel out your intimacy and you don't have to give it all at once? Yeah. I think that when you have multiple partners, you're not, you know, you, it's like anything. It's like, it's like having a closet filled with like different colored dresses, you mm. know? It's like I walk into my closet and I feel great and I feel like I want to wear the pink dress today. And that's Danny. Danny's the pink dress. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then and then tomorrow you might like that pink dress for a good couple months. And then one day you're going to mm-hmm. be like, you know what? I don't want to get rid of the pink dress, but I'm, I want to mm-hmm. start wearing the, the blue dress and the green dress. It right. Feels- but but isn't polyamory isn't everyone together? It's, it's not just metaphor. like an open relationship, right? <laughs> no, polyamorous is multiple relationships at once, basically. Like you, oh oh, it is. It's not like so. Then what is the what is it when? Uh, let's look this up. Hey Siri, this happens all the time. I thought polyamorous was like what is the you have a unit with multiple people. Polyamory means the philosophy of state multiple people. Wow involved with more than one person at the same time yeah oh so it's just basically legal legal cheating it's like it's well it's not legal cheating cheating isn't illegal (laughs) well morally sound cheating it's this idea that you can actually be in love with more than one person at a time that you Mm -hmm, can exist mm -hmm. in this sort of constantly fluid and open place where love just flows man it just flows hey man (laughs) man like you know i love lizzie and i love sarah and i love tommy i love rick man i love rick and i love john (laughs) you know i i think i think it's like 
I feel like you could do it. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I could <sighs> never. I would be well. That's not true. You know what's funny? Yeah, you, I think. Yeah, that, because you could you could get something from each man. You know what I mean? Like you could take something from each person and be fulfilled. I just want know? all of our listeners out there to know that Oliver's doing this because Danny is standing right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, I know, but Danny just happens to be our videographer, so he has to be privy to all the shit. So, so here's how. It, here's what I think about this. Top I have, three. I'm going to be really honest about this, and I'm, I, I actually probably won't cut this out. I have been in relationships and dated people who have been very open about their inability to want to be to be monogamous or their desire to be monogamous, right? And when someone is really open and transparent about it, it kind of gives you the choice to say, well, do I want to explore this or is this not for me? But they're being honest and upfront about it. It's like mm-hmm. when you kind of present yourself with that openness, I think it allows the other person to feel like they're starting off with a like just total honesty, mm-hmm. which then makes you kind of go, because I've been in that situation, it makes you go, you know what? I really like this person. I love spending this time with person. this person. He's basically lowered my expectation of... monogamy with him and I have a choice to see if this is the kind of relationship and I'm going to explore it and as you explore it you kind of go well maybe I could do this there is a moment where you go because it's so honest yeah maybe you could do it the problem is with me is that then you get like a uh, month or two in and you're like, fuck this. <laughs> no, yeah. I, 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 I couldn't. Absolutely be, not. No. I need lockdown monogamy. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would be yeah. devastated if Danny felt, you know, like wanted to, you know, be with another woman or it was like the worst feeling ever. Yeah, Danny, don't. Yeah, don't don't tell her. Well, I'll right? just if if that ever I always say like like you know if that ever happens, I'm just out. That's how I am. There's no like saving something with that. Well, usually it's symptomatic of something. You know what I mean? And and it's then it's about whether you want to fight for that relationship. I I, I think that people are so quick now to just throw everything away, not just with cheating, just in general, meaning like, oh, something's wrong. Fuck you. You're gone. Yeah. On to the next. That's me. F- yeah. I'm like, you know, a big bye. No. Don't do that. To yeah. Me. But but you might be missing out on something. Great. I'll, I'll miss out with someone else. <laughs> <All right. laughs> just- Danny, you can come live with me. Oh, yeah. Let's get to emails. Let's talk about other things. No, nah, this was great. We need to do a whole another three <laughs> hours on this. Yeah, Gwyneth did. She started this whole conversation. I know. Well, I'm going to give you an update. The audience will get an update next podcast. Okay, let's... All right, let's get to the emails. Okay, so here we go. I'm really going to try not to cry because I know, I know. it's just so Allison crazy. Allison always, I don't know, maybe she's got a weird cry fetish. I'm she always, an... <laughs> gives us these emails where it's just like devastating, you know. <laughs> Okay. Um, Am I? You go first. You want me to go first? Okay. Oliver and Kate, I'm not even sure where to start. Your podcast 
has carried these tired bones through the last year of the pandemic. Right <laughs> I know. Tired, tired like bones. My throat, sets it up for my something. throat immediately started to get froggy. You know, I am 37, yeah. a registered nurse, and have seen more grief and illness this last year than I've seen in my whole 15 year career as an RN. I work on a surgical floor, but because of the coronavirus and the influx of patients needing medical attention, I was pulled to the ICU to care for COVID patients for many months. My time in the ICU was scary. I was out of my comfort zone, and I know I took a lot of emotional baggage home to my husband, beautiful 11-year-old son, and (laughs) (laughs) strong-willed... Uh, nothing's it. happened yet and i'm, I'm like uh, literally getting emotional i know it, you know what it's it's it, but here's the problem it's pavlovian it's pavlovian Allie, allison has created a pavlovian response from us it's because not. we know that when it's the email episode it's gonna happen so it's not and you know what got me was that she called her strong-willed strong-willed i know i got tired bones i was off to the races <laughs> We love you. I don't even know your name yet, but we love you. Okay. And Mm -hmm. strong-willed nine-year-old daughter, but I'm so grateful for it. You can't help but realize that family really is all that matters. After you have watched people die alone without their loved ones by their side, there were nights I just wanted to cry and go to bed. But instead, I did my favorite thing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm. I feel Ooh. very emotional this morning in general. I don't know why. It's Maybe it's because you're starting I'm, I'm to going sweat. off my select my Lexapro. You're going off your Lexapro and you're starting to sweat. It's all coming out, which is great. I'm excited for you. Oh, and instead, I did my favorite thing: talk to my mom or siblings on the phone to ground me. I live in Fargo, North Dakota, and my best <laughs> friends on planet Earth are my oldest brother Justin, sister Lauren, and baby brother Gabe. He is the baby of the family and ten years younger than me, but he's six foot five, so calling him my little brother always makes me laugh. Because my parents raised us to spread our wings and venture out into this wild world, we all did just that. My big brother lives in Chicago, my sister lives in New York, and my little brother lives in Oregon. We couldn't be further apart, but we are still so close together. My sister had a baby last year, but because of COVID, we've only been able to see her six weeks after she was born. Uh, She has grown so much this past year, and my sister, and I cry when we talk about all the milestones and daily nothings my family and I have missed. My sister, two years my junior, called me one day on one of our pretend like we are together but we aren't walks. We talk and walk. She is in NY and me here in our hometown. She told me about your podcast and said it made her both miss me more but feel closer together all at the same time. It quickly became our new weekly routine. We listen to each podcast then the next day she pushes my now one and a half year old niece. Wow. God in a stroller and we go on our thousand miles apart morning walk and rehash the previous episode over the phone cry laugh then usually cry a little more listening to the two of you banter sing randomly cuss each other out Mm -hmm. and say i love you (laughs) love you love you too reminds me so much of the relationship that i have with my brothers and sister it just brightens my whole entire day and makes my heart feel lighter I found out this month that my sister, her husband, and my baby niece are moving back home after being away for seven years. They bought a house not even four blocks from my husband, kids, and I. Your podcast helped me survive. Mm. I know. That's so awesome. 
your, awesome. your podcast helped me survive a very emotional trying time in my career as a nurse and simply as a sibling who desperately misses her dumbass brothers and little <laughs> sister. <laughs> I absolutely can't wait to continue our sibling revelry conversations, but this time I will be able to do it holding my sister's hand instead of my phone. Mm. Thank you so much for being you and connecting us all in ways we never thought possible. <laughs> Lovingly and mm. respectfully, Ashley. Oh, oh, I love that one so much. It also, I, I feel one. like, I also feel like her writing is so, you know, I was, I was reading something about writing and I forget what writer it was who said, you know, people overwrite. Just yeah. tell your story, just be clear and concise. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is how I feel about this letter. It's like, I I really feel like she was so clear and descriptive and very kind of straightforward ways. And I felt like I, I feel like I know her. Like I really Mm -hmm. know, I know this family. I know. Yeah. Well, it's also nice to see that people are finally able to sort of get back into each other's circles again. You know I mean? Yeah. It's an emotional time for sure. We've been lucky, I think that we've been able to be around each other, but you know, there's a lot of people who have not. Yeah. And so to come together again, I'm sure is highly emotional and exciting and you know, geez. Like she said, you know, her parents wanting them all to spread their wings and then everybody ends up in different places in the country. It's something like this that does make you want to be closer to your family. You know, before COVID pre COVID, I think, Mm -hmm. It was a lot easier to get around, a lot easier to kind of live in different places. And there's something I think about this time that makes you, I think a lot of people want to just be in a closer community with their family. Mm -hmm. I know that's how I feel. It's like, you know, I was talking to mom and pa last night and we're out, out in the des. I just have to be near family all the time. And, but we were talking about where we'd want to live and that if someone wanted to move, we'd all have to move. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, I, you know, look, I've even toyed with the idea of like moving to, you know, hidden Hills or Calabasas, you know, which is only an hour, 45 minutes away, but still it's like, it's just too far. I mean, it's kind (laughs) of, I can't, we're, we're only seven minutes away. So I I don't know, man, uh, 30 minute drive. It's a little too far. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Anything further than 10 blocks from my my mom is too far. I know. We've got problems, but we'll deal with that in another episode of (laughs) Sibling Revelry. Ashley, I just want to say to you, first of all, thank you for doing what you do and helping so many people who, as scared as you were, were also probably as scared and you know, I'm sure you were there for a lot of people who couldn't be around their family. And what you do is a, a saving grace. And, and and I respect you guys so much. And so thank you for your work. And, and also to uh, your sister, you know, I just think that that's so great that you guys, like just making the effort. I love hearing that, that you, you know, live in different places, but that you actually take walks together. I mean, I don't know that that warms my heart and and then your parents because honestly it all comes from your parents if if you weren't raised a certain way to really honor the relationships in your family then you know you you might have a different relationship with your siblings so your parents sound like they were they are pretty awesome so but thanks for writing in 
Ollie, are you going to tap that shit? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tap that shit. You I'm going to tap the Rockies. Oh, shit. Yeah, see? I'm going to tap the Rockies. Coors Light. <laughs> We're getting into the spring months. Woo! We're getting into the summer months. Not that you can't drink an ice cold Coors Light in the snow, but... You know, it's getting hot here. It's in the 90s it's where I'm at. It's getting hot in here. It's time to drink a beer that's made to chill. Yeah, There's when only you want to hit only one the beer reset that is literally made to chill. button, Oliver, you just open that Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment. Well, because here's the thing. I just want to give a little anecdote. We just went on a camping trip, and you were there. It was very hot outside. We had the cooler, opened it up. You fold your chairs out, and we, we literally did this, I think it was about a week and a half ago, and drinking Coors Light in the 90-degree sun, and it was just magnificent. It was magnificent. You drink it when you camp. You drink it when you're at the beach. You could just drink Coors Light anywhere. As long as those mountains are blue and cold, you're going to enjoy it. You're going to love it. So Coors Light is the one that I choose when I need to unwind I think Kate can agree with me. I said I, but I mean we. So when you want to hit reset, you reach for the beer that is literally made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. I personally have been using the Beauty Blender for years. My makeup, Ooh, you just almost said booty blender. Booty blender. I've been using that too. Uh, <laughs> but the beauty blender, I uh, my makeup artist is obsessed with it. We Every day, every morning, I see that little pink beauty blender, and uh, I know it's going to be a good day. It's the number one cosmetic tool in America. It's won countless awards, including 12 of Allure's Best of Beauty Awards. So the thing about the beauty blender it has to be wet so you wet this it's like a sponge and you wet it and what it does is it absorbs it differently when you wet the sponge and it actually gives you a really beautiful skin texture with coverage without having to use so much product so they have a, a collection of original pink zodiac blenders all in the 12 signs which i really love mm, very cool so, um, so they launched a, a BioPure makeup sponge. It's a sustainable beauty blender made out of 60% plant base of renewable sugar cane, which is great. Yeah, it's sustainable. That's what's cool too. You know, recycled resins, less plastic in the landfill. Um, they're all made in the USA. They're vegan, cruelty-free, gluten, latex, parabens, sulfates, and Say it phthalates. Where the, it's phthalates, but the pH is silent. Uh there, there just isn't another makeup sponge that can compete with a Beauty Blender. And now Beauty Blender is offering 20% off your first order on beautyblender.com with code SIBLING. That's 20% off with code SIBLING. Exclusions apply. Um, all right. Hello. Hello, Kate and Oliver and Allison. Nice. Allison, you are coming up in the world. Shout out. My name is Rowan. I think that's how to pronounce it. I'm a female, in case the name was new to your ears. <laughs> um, I'm a Syrian radio producer, and I live in Kuwait with my family. I've always fought the idea of podcasts until the lockdown happened early last year, and everyone started 
caving into a new reality, and we miraculously gave everything a second chance, and I'm glad I did. I remember hearing about this podcast when you guys were on Ellen, and because I love your family dynamic, I decided I decided to start with your duo project, and my first episode was with the Fosters. Sorry about that. And I was hooked ever since. <laughs> um, I've always loved you, Kate. I think whenever I see your face on a movie poster, I hit play immediately. Oliver, you're so funny and beautifully vulnerable. I respect your straightforwardness, and God, you have a good face. The end. <laughs> oh, Rowan just like, you know, gave you a little boost there. I listen to your podcast on my runs, and it really makes me think of my siblings' bonds. I'm the youngest of four. I would say I'm the closest to my sister, but it's really not that close. When I reflect after the show, I get a feeling of, oh, I wish I had that with my sister and two brothers, but I actually never act upon it. I take the blame on that because they're all very nice, and they show interest in being close to me, but I always distance myself. Part of that could be due to the differences in the way I lead my life and the principles we sometimes disagree on. In our culture, kids never leave their parents' home unless they're traveling for work or college or getting married. So having all my siblings around me made me kind of cruel and constantly irritated by the cramped space. Also, as a family, we don't display love emotions. So when we do, in special occasions like Eid or birthdays, it gets a bit awkward, at least to me. Whenever I finish listening to an episode of your podcast, I go home after my run and plan to talk to my sister and sister more and spend some quality time with my mom. But I really fail once I arrive. I tend to head to my room and stay there for hours. I also notice that I love everyone more when they're not physically around me. That's why I never travel with them in the summer, because I just enjoy my time alone here. I keep reminding myself that one day I might regret this and that I should appreciate them around me while they're here but I don't know why it doesn't come that easy. Sure thing is, sibling revelry makes me rethink my selfish demeanor and helps me cherish these family bonds a bit more. Mm-hmm. Love you so much. Mm. Mm. It's so, I, lo- I love this. First of all, Rowan, thank you for writing in, but it's this is so interesting because culturally it is clearly so different from you know how we grew up. And that must be so challenging, especially like it sounds like she really pushes against that traditional way of living and she just can't handle being around it. But I guess what are the re- what are the reasons? You know what I mean? I wonder what those reasons are or if yeah. it's just sort of who you are. This is personally you just want your own space or is there something else brewing there? You know, sounds mm-hmm. like she feels like a rage against the machine (laughs) a little fuck you i won't do what you tell me you know um Mm -hmm. but it sounds like she has a great family so it's it's it it feels very internal for her and i know i'm very fascinated by a lot to this story yeah i want to get into this one it's like i want to i want to i want to actually like talk to her you know i know I wonder I if know, we should do that where we have episodes where we actually talk to these listeners and ask them questions, just them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, because if I don't know if it's about her, you know, and how she feels or if it's if it's uh, if it's brought on by something within her family or if it's just like, hey, this is who I am. I mean, at that point, how do you how do you square that? It's like I, 
I, you guys are great. I just can you don't really want to be around you. I, your robe. <laughs> can you? <laughs> it's disgusting. You're like clearly naked. <laughs> <laughs> just close it it's like so <laughs> you can't see anything though you know i know but <laughs> it cuts off right at the perfect plate <laughs> oh next my God. on sibling revelry <laughs> <laughs> like we should actually invite some of these people yeah. who've written in and see we don't have to show them we can they can right. be totally anonymous but actually yeah. talk about whatever these things are and and see if in some way we can like armchair therapy mm-hmm. there i'd love that you know and just and just say listen here's the disclaimer don't listen to anything of any, we don't know what we the don't fuck know we're talking what about, we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so we could give you advice but you don't have to take it okay um, in fact you're better off if you don't but here it is <laughs> because this is really interesting i i i'm really intrigued it sounds like she's longing for a close relationship with her family that she really struggles with and she recognizes what i like about it is that she recognizes that it's her own issue yeah totally yeah. she yeah. takes responsibility it's it's in, it's cool i mean it's like look I, I've I've got the issue here. I, I you know that's the first moment of change. I think when you're when you when you want to change when you want to shift anything, it's like when what they talk about in AA. You know, the second you have to not be in denial. The denial has mm-hmm. to go away. You have to stop blaming other people. You have to take total accountability for your own actions. Yeah, and I think the same is applied to every relationship that you have. Is that you can't really move. And, and transition if you're not taking full accountability for your for yourself and your actions. Yeah. So it sounds like she's doing that, which I love. And Rowan, I'm grateful that we can bring you some sort of, I don't know, desire to want to connect and have an even stronger relationship. Um, yeah. And it sounds and like again, they love her very much, you know. From the sidelines, too. It's like maybe just force yourself, you know, break through that angst of, ugh, I don't want to get yourself into the place with your family and then things might shift, you know? Right. Or ask, instead of wondering why, like I just find myself being cruel, ask yourself what you're feeling. Mm -hmm. Like in that moment when you want to like run and walk away, like kind of try to connect with what the feeling is and where it's coming from. Because Mm -hmm. I think our reactive nature can can go it could be so quick that we forget to kind of really check in to see you know when you do that you can actually pinpoint sometimes where it's coming from mm-hmm. and and yeah. then you can work from there it's like what our therapist always says it's like you know when you're when you get that feeling it's not the person that's triggering it like what is it that you're feeling in that moment mm. and have you felt it before mm-hmm. and then you have to think about what you felt before and you realize that what you're experiencing is just a reaction to old right. stories. And it's also old habits. being the observer. So it's about stepping outside of yourself and, and observing observing yourself, you know, mm-hmm. and, one, and asking yourself the question, hmm, okay, I'm looking at myself from out here. Why am I feeling this way? What is, what, what's going on? Yeah, you know? it's the 32,000 feet up kind of trying to look down. Oh, well. 
I kind of feel like 35 is the perfect. <laughs> it's too high. It's a little smooth. No, it's much smoother at 35. <laughs> it just depends on where the how the jetway is, where the turbulence is. So sometimes you're going to go, you know, you're going to go lower or you're going to descend because you find that smoother air. Have you ever you been know? up to 45? Because I This have. is a good analogy, by the way, because sometimes you got to go higher to find the smooth air and then sometimes you got to dip lower. Yeah. You never know where that smooth air it's is. It's true. You got to find the smooth pockets. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is a good analogy. I like it. It's true. We need like a little, you know, we need like a, uh, we need that audio and some um, like funny little effect. drawing. No, like an animated drawing of a plane <laughs> right. going up and down trying to find Right. You know, it's and the plane bumpy. is the plane represents your emotional self. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ooh, like ooh, some smooth air here. Like, oh shit, it's getting bumpy. You gotta go, you gotta descend. <laughs> I like it. I like it. You gotta bring the speed back. You gotta bring the speed back and go low. Each and every, here it is. Yeah, this is this is for this for the stinky people out there who don't want to put all kinds of crap under their armpits. I'm raising my all arm. Kinds of chemicals and mercuries under your armpits. I'm raising my if arm and guess want, what? I you're smell. You're raising her armpit. I can't even smell you. I smell amazing. I can't even smell you. You I know why? Smell. Because you have each and every on. It's the first for me personally, it's the first natural deodorant that actually works. It does. I've tried it for years. I've put rocks under my arms. That doesn't work. Weird crystals. That doesn't work. Each and every they works. have they have a new limited edition white chamomile and bergamot. Which may, honestly, do you say chamomile or chamomile? I say chamomile. Right. I kind of like chamomile. Well, chamomile, <laughs> chamomile, potato, potato. Uh, this is a limited scent. It's really, really. Yummy. It's a great spring scent. I would definitely recommend it. And I love each and every. I've been loving it. I will I will only talk about things that I actually use. So this I would very much for anybody out there who really wants natural deodorant deodorant, I would also say to you, please, if you don't use natural deodorant, it's a wonderful step into, you know, putting more healthy things on your body and into your body. Um our armpits are direct, you know, the sweat glands right into our lymph nodes. It is very important that we are using natural deodorants um, and they're getting way better at making good ones. Each and every has made an excellent one. So it's also founded by women and I do love supporting women-owned brands. Six ingredients. That's it. Six safe ingredients. Coconut oil, dead sea salt, essential oils. You can pretty much eat it. Don't do that. But, you know, if you get if, if, if you get stuck in a bind, maybe just take a bite. So trust us. You're going to love each and every order today. We've got a great offer for our listeners. For a limited time only, get 30% off your first purchase. Go to eachandevery.com slash sibling and use promo code sibling30. That's 30% off with promo code sibling30 at eachandevery.com slash sibling. Dear Kate and Oliver, thank you for this podcast. Sometimes I find it hard to listen to the podcast because I actually don't have a relationship with my siblings or parents. Long story short, I grew up in foster care and was in a different home to my siblings. 
I've also decided for my own peace to not have a relationship with them or my biological mother because of private matters. And I don't know who my father is. I loved how you touched on that we can reconnect. And I know right now that I'm not in a place to reconnect with my siblings, but I do want to in the future. So it's great that you discussed how. Also, I love that you mentioned that you don't have to reconnect with a relative if it is harmful to your happiness. And that is really great because there's a lot of guilt that is attached to that. Also, I do feel like I hide that I don't have a relationship with my family members and I'm glad I'm really not the only one. Thank you for discussing this. I feel seen and heard from Carla. Oh, man. Oh, this, a, is, this is this so is tough. This is a tough one. Yeah. There's so many kids in the foster care system. There, it's 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 just wild. Like when you actually start to look into it, it's just so heartbreaking that it's almost like hard to to look. It's hard. It's hard to research because there's just so many kids without homes, without families, and like she's saying, like you know, how, how do you reconcile these things? Your biological mother. How do you mm-hmm. you know? I don't even know where to begin. I, this is way above my ability to even comprehend what that must yeah. feel like. I, I, I would say only this just because of, again, my time at Hoffman, which is there's this everyone has their story there, you know, not that it's right, but there's a reason for why your parents did what they did. And maybe it was something they couldn't control themselves, something that they were affected, how they were affected by their yeah. parents and so on. You know, I mean. That's where forgiveness can come in if you can learn their story and maybe get a deeper understanding of who they were and maybe the lack of tools that they had to be able to be parents or to support that relationship, you know. Yeah. But again, who knows? It's also I mean, that, you know, the, the cliched thing where, where every everybody who's ever felt any abandonment or neglect or anything like that, it's like... It's not about you or divorce parents, you know, it's, it was it was not about you. It was never about you. And that's a really easy thing to say. And it's a hard thing to feel. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. It's like easier said than done. It's like you totally. can intellectually know that it wasn't about you. But the programming of it in your brain is like this traumatic, continuous feeling that when something else comes up, it could be something totally and completely different. It triggers that old part of your brain that feels like you aren't worthy, that you Mm -hmm. are going to be left, that you don't deserve love, that you, whatever it Mm -hmm. is, you know, that is your trick, you know, that is your, your programming to deprogram that takes so much work and so much effort. And so much dedication it's it's just so much easier said than done but it is simply that it wasn't ever about you it's like uh matt damon and robin williams and goodwill hunting he's like it's not your fault kid it's not your fault remember it's not oh my god don't even go i'm gonna start crying (laughs) and then matt Damon's like dude i know whatever and then he starts screaming crying and oh that i can relate that scene made me lose it (laughs) Yeah. I'm crying just thinking about that scene. Oh, and Robin Williams too. Um, I know. But yeah, you know, you, you, you know, you, everybody deserves a good life. You're born into this world deserving the best. And anything that doesn't give you 
anything other than that isn't about you. It's about someone else. I also think that I like what you said, you know, with how it's easier said than done. You know, there's a, a lot to sort of go through to reconcile or even reconcile with yourself or understand that it isn't your fault. And But I will say that that doesn't mean you don't you don't start because at least personally what happens is once you scratch the surface and you learn something it becomes exponentially easier to keep sliding down and i mean i mean not not sliding down but but keep going down that path because you start to feel the, how it works and how it just you know bubbles up and then you're like oh god i learned this and i want more i want more it becomes easier you know to at least seek and try to help yourself, at least for me. This makes me think about how many people really suffer from feeling alone. There's just so many people who don't feel seen and heard, and it's it's just not okay. You know, it's like, I, you know, as you were talking, I started thinking about purpose. Like, what is the purpose of all of this? Like, of, of all of it, just being here alive, like on this planet. What is the purpose? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> you know? And I think, I think, honestly, I think now more than ever, the, the openness and being able to talk about feeling loved like it's just like that's that's it at the end of the day that's all anyone really needs is to feel loved and and when you you know that that active verb you know love to love when I feel loved it's when I feel seen and heard from someone you know Mm -hmm. and and so many times in 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 a real way not in like some bullshit digital era oh I feel seen and heard because people are commenting on a post or oh I feel so unloved because people are hating on me right now what it would not not that I mean real connective like like yeah like 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 what Gwyneth posted on my account <laughs> like like that <laughs> you know <laughs> it like brings me back to when we interviewed um you weren't there you were sick but uh, Vivek Mertian and and his book about loneliness being an epidemic and these are this is Carla is this is a real 101 example of how someone could 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 carry this loneliness into their life when they uh, come from a foster care system they don't know their siblings they don't want to have a relationship with their siblings they don't want to have a relationship with their mother and then intrinsically what does that create inside of someone you know or Rowan who wants to alienate herself from her family. You know, there's a sort of a, a theme of people feeling alone. Mm-hmm. And how do we create a life for ourselves to feel connected? Mm. You know, you got to let go of your past shit. I have an idea. What? We create an agency. And in our agency, we have, you know, mothers, daughters, siblings, friends, and we can give them give people who are lonely what they need so it's like oh you need a mom okay you know central casting here you go how how does this one look great you know we can hire her out (laughs) i think it could be a good business (laughs) you know imagine that right so this is so like weirdly i feel like i just entered her like the spike jones movie you're like on like a screen you're like i need a mom 
and you like press a mother that looks like the mother that you'd like to have. Yeah, but imagine like a Black Mirror episode where it's like in the future-ish and it, and everyone's just become hyper lonely. And now there's an agency where you are literally sort of renting out people to sort of, you know, fulfill that. That's trippy. Yeah, it's also terrifying. Exactly. I need a new brother. <laughs> like, it's like, like that's our version of this. It's not even about loneliness. It's like, honestly, I just need to get him out of my life. Like, I need a new brother. <laughs> um, no, I would never want a new brother. I don't know what I'd do it's without fine. you. fine. As long as I stay in your will, you can do whatever you want. Um, also, wait, I do want to, I do want to, uh, acknowledge that we got so many emails on the estrangement episode and yeah, people sharing their stories. So everyone out there, thank you for sharing this with us. It's so wonderful to be able to talk about this stuff out loud and, and just get it off our chests. <laughs> no, there's no shaming here. Whatever side of the story you're on, whether you're the estranger or the estrangee. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if that's a real thing, but I like it. Um, no, we should like make it. t-shirts that say that and send one to our dad. But I like, He'd I also like. the stranger and we're the estrangees. That's funny. That's a good shirt, dude. That's, that's, what, that's what we should swag it out. Or, you know. Or oh, it's so you know, dark and weird. Or a digital stranger is called an e-stranger. An e-stranger. It's a digital stranger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oliver Hudson. One listener shared their very personal story, but said, I say the whole dang book to say thank you, and you guys aren't alone either. I know what it feels like to be estranged, and I also know what it feels like to want to reconcile. It's a whole host of feelings. Hearing your podcast and your stories has been my light at the end of the tunnel. You've given me friendship with complete strangers and a community of kids, the kid and all of us adults that are more alike than I could have ever known. Thank Mm. you for all that you do with just simply sharing a piece of your lives. Much love. And I wish you guys nothing but the best as fellow kids with complicated parental relationships. (laughs) Mm. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. that. I loved, uh, we loved hearing that one. Kate and Oliver. I just want to say thank you so much for all the laughs you bring each week. I started listening to you during quarantine when I took my poor dog for walks a bazillion times each day. You always have a great message, and I find myself walking down the street and laughing out loud during every episode. I often wonder what the people in the neighborhood think when they see me doing that. I have a twin brother. We grew up out in the middle of nowhere, so we only really had each other to play with when we were little. Funny how we never got to play what I wanted, teacher, baker, arts, and crafts. (laughs) Instead, we played football, cops, and robbers, and had some knockout pillow fights. Really, I knocked him out once. We loved each other, and we were always together. It worked out well in high school because because he could invite over boys I had a crush on, and I could invite the girls. We got older, and we were deciding where to go to college. I wanted to be a teacher, so I was looking at schools that specialize in that. I found a small school and was going to go there. He wanted to go to a larger school and was set to go. One day I was just sitting in my room and he came to the door and asked me where I was going to college. I told him I wasn't quite sure, but I thought I was going to go to St. Mary's. He said, I think you should go to MSU. I asked him why, not looking up from what I was doing. 
He said, because I miss you. I looked up and he was gone. Needless to say, we went to the same college and had a blast together. After college, we moved to separate places. We still stay in touch, but nothing like before when we were always together. Oliver, you remind me so much of him. What you say and your mannerisms. And Kate, that laugh that you do when Ollie says something funny is exactly what I do with my brother. So thank you. I tend to call my brother after I listen to you. It's a great reminder of how much fun we have when we are together. Please keep making more episodes so my poor dog can go on a walk after walk after walk <laughs> after walk. <laughs> love you guys, Jana. Oh, Jana, we love you too. I love that one. Oh, it, mm. it, it makes me a little sad that they're not, they don't, they're not together, you know, that they're not in the same place. But you know, the know. same that he said, because I miss you and looked up and he was gone. That does, that does make me, it mm. actually does remind me of you. And like the whole thing of like the girls, and the, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Because we were closer so, in age, totally. you know, your, your friends. And when we were younger, I know it was, I know that that was a, that was a, that was a shift. It used to be you at my door and then now, and then it turned into me at your door, you know, your girlfriends. And, I know. Well, you know, I hey, love as this long one. as they can continue a relationship. It's life, man. Like people need to do what they need to do. There's a separation as long as it's that, that as long as that connection's still there, you know? It's so fun that they, they, you know, that we're our podcast, that this like strange little thing we decided to do has resonated. I, I still, I'm still in a, I guess it's like when I see myself on a magazine, I feel totally disassociated from it. It's kind of like, mm -hmm. it, it's, it will, it never feels normal. I think mm -hmm. the same thing about this podcast, like we sit here and we do this and we talk to each other. And we have a blast doing it and we get to connect. Jana, thank you so much. I I love laughing with my brother. Oh, well, you know, look, I love laughing. I love making people laugh. There are certain people who I love making laugh more than others. And you are definitely at the top of that list. <laughs> you know, making you laugh is when it, when you, when I can get you to that point of like hard to breathe, oh, sort of hysterics. It's, it's <laughs> fucking the best. It's you and Pa. And oh, pa yeah. and you and mom, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's so fun. <laughs> but but no, and what I wanted to say was um, I love to laugh, but it's the opposite of what you're saying. There's a few people that make me laugh like that I just, it's almost like therapy. Like it's Oliver and it's Ryder that I laugh mm -hmm. with, I think, the most. And mom. Mm -hmm. Mom and I will have pee in our pants laughing yeah. moments that like, aren't explainable to anybody but us yeah like you know where we'll just start we'll get on one yeah. and it's just that's it but but the 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 therapeutic c laughter of li like of life always do you know what i mean yeah does that make sense oh god it's, it's you and Ryder. it's just I, it's like every day there's laughter yeah it's the best it's the I best i mean there's nothing like it honestly really it's healing there's no doubt about it. It's like I can't live without it. If I'm if I'm feeling heavy, like, and then I realize a lot of times when I'm in a funk, I'm like, I haven't laughed. I haven't been with and around laughter. It's too mm -hmm. much weight. You need to get, you need to vibrate higher mm -hmm. sometimes. You know, there's a time and a place, but I think daily 
to have some kind of levity and laughter, it must be some trick to longevity. It's gotta be. Listen, this was the best. I loved I loved these emails. Fun. Thank you. Keep writing in. We love hearing you. And one day we hope we can talk to some of you in person or yeah, on Yeah, we should do that. Zoom. Love that idea. Yeah. And um and I love you, Ollie Hudson. Goodbye. Love you too. Peace. Sibling Revelry is executive produced by Kate Hudson and Oliver Hudson. Producer is Allison Bresnik. Editor is Josh Windish. Music by Mark Hudson, a.k.a. Uncle Mark. If you want to show us some love, rate the show and leave us a review. This show is powered by Simplecast. The only thing better than getting delivered from Target is getting unlimited same-day delivery from Target while you're on vacation. Okay, sign up for the new Target Circle 360 so you can stock up on food, supplies, pool stuff, and everything in between without ever interrupting your summer plans. Also, summer hosting is so much easier when you have unlimited same-day delivery from Target. Take care of your guests. Target takes care of the rest. Sign up for the new Target Circle 360 today. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms. Supplies to orders over $35. You looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu that you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are streaming on Hulu. Then you can move on to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.